1: all you've ever seen were his limitations
0: okay okay you you need sleep
1: from the moment that we brought him home all you did was google eye surgeries that didn't work instead of holding him so you want to blame it on me not moving to san francisco fine but you know what the truth is you pulled away from us way back then
0: you are losing your mind right now
1: Oh, are you going to go? Oh, oh, you're pulling away, Toby. Bye. All
0: right. All I see are his limitations. You don't see any. All right. And that's just irresponsible. You know what burns me up? The fact that you think because you sing with a bunch of blind kids that that makes you the only parent in this family that can raise one.
1: I am the only parent in this family, Toby. Period. That's the way you
0: want it. That's the way you've made it.
1: Take it easy. Yeah.
0: Do you even want me to move back to L.A.? What? Do you?
1: Um, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not feel wanted right now, Toby? I
0: feel judged and blamed every day. That's how I feel. Judged and blamed. Let's get the finger out of her face and watch how you talk to her. How about that? What what what, what are you talk what are you doing here? What are you doing everywhere? You're, here. you're in you my in, house? Well, you're not you're here. in my marriage? You're not here, are you? Oh, guys, huh? That's why scary. I'm here. You're not. Okay, just stop. There it is. This is prose perfect the way it's always been.
2: From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. My name is Mary Larson.
0: My name is Blake, and uh, this episode... <sighs> Whew, oh man. This episode did some things to me.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it did it to a lot of people.
0: Yeah. It was... <sighs> yeah. That's a lot. That was a lot. Anyway... um. Yeah, I'm I'm here. Let's go. Let's I'm I'm ready to talk. Let's uh let's let's talk some this is us and um It's your story. Um <clears throat> Well, uh many of you listened to uh, the my story that I shared uh, as a special episode. And uh, so, so you have the context, um, to, you know, what's been happening for the past year, really 20 years or so. Um, and if you haven't listened to it, please go ahead and do so. Uh, cause it's, uh, if you saw it, you're like, oh yeah, whatever. Okay. Show sure, bonus episode. Um, I'm telling you to, to go listen to it, um, because it's pretty wild. Um, the update that I gave on what's been going on. And by the way, uh, for those of you who have reached out, I've received literally thousands of messages and I, I, <laughs> I wish I had the bandwidth uh, to respond to all of them. And I wish uh, that I had the strength to uh, respond to all of them and uh, what I'd, hmm. all I'm going to do is just say thank you yeah it's a lot so thank you um as far as this episode, it's not that i um necessarily have a specific story that I can relate to. I mean my child getting hurt <laughs> we've we've had that uh in spades uh we've had
2: the the sewing the face shut at the hospital
0: yeah we've we've done all of that um I guess I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how this episode made me feel. Um, it made me feel really scared. Made me feel really scared. Uh, because I have a lot of my own insecurities and I have a lot of my own Issues that I'm dealing with. And this was a hard one for me to watch. And uh, so, I mean, let let me say right off the bat, I love my wife and I'm I'm 100% positive that my wife loves me so that I don't worry about that. It's more my insecurities that I deal with as I watch something like this. And... I, I have a recurring dream, um, in my life. Uh, one that has been happening since I started, since I met Mary, uh, one where, uh, I, uh, we're dating or whatever and, or we're married and then one day, um, she's just gone and she's just gone <laughs> and it's a, this is a dream and it happens Every so often and it's, you know, for one reason or another and it's for one it's in one setting or another and but it's always the same and I immediately after watching this episode, I had that dream and it really messed me up the next day and uh, the next day uh, we went to a birthday party. I came home and I just started crying um, because I was really scared. Cause this episode feels like that. It feels scary. And it brings up a lot of um, insecurities and issues that you're dealing with. Uh, well, not you, <laughs> me, uh, the issues that I'm dealing with and um, my own faults. And so, yeah, um, this episode was wild for me. So please forgive me if I'm not 100% And please forgive me if this episode isn't as long as it probably should be. Um, This was very hard.
2: Impactful.
0: Yeah. 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 uh, Impactful, at least for me. Uh, I get why some people probably didn't like it. I get get why some people probably thought it was a little overdramatic. But um, it, it hit me the right way. So...
2: Target demo checked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, enough of the therapy sessions, I suppose. Um, I've already had enough on this. Is us too.
2: So. <laughs> well, before we get into the episode discussion, we want to remind you all that you can find us at, by searching Mary and Blake on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Of course, you can go to MaryandBlake.com and we have an exclusive Facebook group. So, if you're not a member there yet, we highly, highly recommend that you join. And of course, you want to give a little shout out to all of our friends at jointhenerdclan.com. You know who you are, and I'm giving you a hug. And Blake is giving you a hug right now through your earbuds. Ew, imagine a hug in your ear. That'd be weird. Um, but we're doing it. We're doing it right now. So thank you, friends, at jointhenerdclan.com for bringing a little Lumos in um, a year of that has been filled with a, a lot of knocks. So thank you. All right, let's get into the show.
0: This episode was Saturday at the park. Uh, I am never going to hear this song ever again the same way. So uh, there's that. I got that going for me, which Love is it. nice. Um, the director. This is an old school style episode of This Is Us. And that I think is on purpose. It was directed by Chris Koch, who is one of the earlier directors of This Is Us. Uh, And he has been, you know, he's done an episode here, he's done an episode there uh, of This Is Us over the past number of years. But he was one of those guys that they were going to a lot in the early seasons. And this was written by K.J. Steinberg, who was another person that has written an episode here and an episode there. Uh, by the way, Chris Koch has directed uh, three sentences, The Most Disappointed Man, The Fifth Wheel, A Philadelphia Story, Toby, Songbird, Part One, The Pool, Part Two, Flip a Coin. Uh, both, can, both things can be true and obviously Saturday in the Park. So you're seeing that most of his the, – the bulk of his work was taking place – Between 2017 and 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, The writer KJ Steinberg has written episodes of This Is Us, including The Best Washing Machine in the Whole World, What Now, Number One, Number Two, Toby, The Graduates, So Long Marianne. Uh, long road home and Saturday in the park. Again, the bulk of the episodes that he has written, uh, like Chris Koch has directed, came in the years between 2016 and 2019. So you're seeing this like this old school feel of This Is Us, mm. uh, and uh, I think that it comes through here very well. So that's that, Marvin. What do you got for your lemonade rating?
2: My lemonade rating is a big old five. Mm. Given it five lemons so uh just a solid episode had all my favorite people and we got to have anniversaries two 10-year anniversaries so we may not have had birthdays but we still you know had had some celebrations to go through and yeah big old five lots of feels
0: uh i'm gonna go with the same thing i'm gonna give this one a five mm-hmm. uh and a- again i i would I would hear your argument if you disagreed. I would hear and I would appreciate your argument if you disagreed. But for me, this one hit very hard uh, for a lot of different reasons. But at the same time, it was the emotional math added up and it had great balance when you – Combine what happened with Rebecca and Jack at the same time of what's happening with the big three when they're older. Mm. Um, the balance is is perfect in my opinion. And again, I, I, well, you know what? Let's let's get into your G B G. What do you have for your good, your bad, and your great?
2: My good is little Jack Jack the actor that little boy. Oh my God. Oh my Can they gosh. give an Oscar an Oscar
0: and mean to like a four year old? Is it possible?
2: He did such a great job. Uh, his voice is so sweet and gosh, they hit it out of the ballpark with that actor. Um, my bad. How was the sitter locked in a bathroom with the phone? I know that, you know what? I mean, I kind of see Randall being like, okay, uh, if we do this, we should at least give her the phone. In case the house burns down. <laughs>
0: what if, what if she was like on the phone with her boyfriend,
2: saying I need a break from these kids and yeah. sneaking away? I mean, yeah. Except like in the bathroom—that's where you sneak the phone.
0: I mean, where else are you going to go? I don't know, luckily, I think- she was in the bathroom. I mean, God forbid she was in a closet.
2: Hey, at least what I'm saying is, how did she get a phone in there if the kids locked her in?
0: That's a good point.
2: I know. That's a. And good then my point. great is Mandy Moore. I mean, mic drop. If you weren't crying when she runs out, he's at the park,
0: he's at the park, Right,
2: running like a woman that, you know, older Rebecca's age, when she was just having in between the sheets and fuzzy navels and
0: (laughs) (laughs) gosh, that woman, she's phenomenal. How about you? What's your GBG? All right. So I'm going to, (sighs) technically I don't have a bad.
2: My gosh. Is this a five plus? No, this is not a five plus. Okay.
0: Um, but I, I kind of will assume you're bad because okay. upon thinking about it, like what is she doing with the phone in the bathroom? Yeah. Like what? Why is it there? Yes. Can I, can I w- talk myself into it?
2: Sure. My other bad is why didn't Kevin just say, I know her ring size.
0: What if he doesn't though?
2: He, he bought in a ring. Yeah.
0: But what if he forgot?
2: Kevin wouldn't forget that. He's a romantic.
0: Um, So I can...
2: (laughs) He's just going to let him figure it out when he knows.
0: Well, you know, you got to earn it. Um, Here's what I'll say. Yes, I could talk myself into it for, you know, for the girl having the phone in the bathroom. Should I have to? No, shouldn't have to. Uh, Unless unless they're one of those families that has a phone in the bathroom. However, the Pearsons don't really strike me as that kind of phone, as that kind of family. I will say that we had a phone in our bathroom growing up. You did? Yes, we did. Of course you did. My mother's, my mother's, uh, you
2: and your fake parfait.
0: <laughs> my, my mother's bathroom had a phone in it.
2: Your mother's bathroom also had columns. In well, no, tanning not, bed.
0: not at the time, not at the time, but it did have a tanning bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at when my dad redid the bathroom, that's when he put columns, in. <laughs> but that was after she died. Um, so, okay, but, so I will, I will follow the format and make that my bad, but my good, I have a tie. First, the red boots. Mm. Um, the red boots is the, it is excellent on so many different levels. Um, you know, it, it, it plays into the plot, uh, because of, you know, Rebecca noticing the fact that the red boots were missing. Yes. It plays into the plot knowing that, um, when we see him with his red boots on as he is leaving the house, we know exactly where he's going. It it, it all comes to a matter again. Uh, uh, and this is something that this is us does very well. Transference. It takes an object and it, and it, uh, it puts meaning on it. And then it allows us to take that meaning and extrapolate that out to our feeling And what that means to the, to the episode as it's happening. Because this, these are red boots, something that is cute and fun and red boots and they're, they're meant to go to the park. They symbolize fun and the, the neatness of Jack's life. Like in terms of like he has to have certain things in certain places. And like when you saw the shoes on the floor, you Mm -hmm. were like, ooh, oh boy, you know, like, There's a whole bunch of different things going on there. But what the show also did at the same time, which was so very smart, was when Jack was having the little surgery on his head. Jack-Jack. Yeah, yeah. Jack-Jack was having the little surgery on his head. They don't really focus on Jack-Jack. They focus on the boots (laughs) and the boots kind of like Kicking kicking in pain and everything. And... Oh, yeah, like those boots were all over the place (sighs) in terms of emotion and plot and how it all tied together and how it was one giant circle that fed on itself. It was such a smart device to utilize um, in this episode. Such a smart device. Uh, My other good, though, is seeing Jack's point of view um, throughout this whole episode. Uh, seeing the things that he is seeing in such a in such an interesting way to get you into Jack's space um, as a young child because, you know, like it's hard for an adult to understand what it's like to be a child, uh, let alone a child who's blind. So when you can actually physically create um, the look of what it may or may not look like for a blind kid and you hear all the sounds and then when you hear his reasoning for, to going to the park, that's because that's where mommy and daddy are happy. Mm. Like you understand, like, because you've been stuck in that the whole time, you understand it now. Like you, you have th- the only thing that he can, can, can control and manipulate is where he is uh, and what he hears. And what he wants to do is manipulate the environment in which he's in. Right. So, uh, such a smart, smart choice. Um, for my great, I also have a tie. Uh, the first, the shot with Kevin Randall and Kate standing against Toby uh, in the in the in scene the in the scene that we played. By the way, that front yard has seen some battles. <laughs> Holy smokes! Has that front yard seen battles between Kevin and Randall? Gregory? And Gregory.
2: No, I'm just saying, Gregory must have a heyday. He must just sit there with just his binoculars. Get the puck going
0: out, baby. Yeah. the TV is showing up. Yeah. The, I got Pearson TV. <laughs> um, that shot is such an incredible shot in, in every way. And the fact that, and you know, I don't necessarily like when shows acknowledge the creativity of their own shot (laughs) uh, in story. But the fact that Toby did, I think added to it, Mm. it didn't detract from it for me, for me. Uh, And, and the way that it was blocked and the characters placed, it was just perfect. It was perfect storytelling on every level. When that happened again, this is something that we've talked about a lot on Mary Blake media. And we've been talking about it a lot in outlander cast, um, by the way, go to uh, marionblake.com Check out our show Outlander cast for well, the show Outlander. If you haven't got a chance to do that yet. Uh, y- you know, it's good TV when you can sit up and say, oh, oh, this is like when you, when you have that reaction of being like, yeah, oh, my God, this is it. Like, this is what I'm watching right now is special. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have that moment. um. And that's what I got in that in that shot, and then my other great is Chris Sullivan uh in this episode
2: mm-hmm.
0: Listen, coming from a dad um that is battling emotions and battling frustration and uh my own demons and my own tensions uh Chris Sullivan the way he portrays it is pitch perfect. And when he got into uh, Kate's, he didn't get into her face a little bit, but he's pointing at her and and like, he's intimidating. He's a big dude Mm -hmm. and he's intimidating. And you could hear it in his voice. And then to top that off, when he goes and sits in little Jack Jack's room and just starts crying, uh, silently that was, I've been there and I've done it and that helplessness is real and I, I cannot, like, I legitimately cannot thrust any more praise onto Chris Sullivan than I, than I possibly like, you know, we, we've, it, we, we've felt like that this episode, I'm sorry, this season has kind of villainized Toby and I think early on in the ep- in this episodes, it definitely did. But this past run of episodes, it has done such an incredible job at um, at least making you see the other perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, so special, and I've been talking a lot now, so I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Maven, you ready for some uh, big three feedback? Yes, I am. All right, uh, listen, we have some uh, voicemails from the previous week. Mary, do you want to play those right now, or yeah, do you can't. want to play just the ones from this week Whatever right
2: now? Whatever you want, Blake. Um, you get to
0: choose.
2: It's your adventure.
0: You know what? Let's, let's do the ones from this week. I just, can't
2: hear anything.
0: That's because I don't think you plugged in. Mm. Mary's going to plug herself in. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, we're going to do the ones from this week uh, just because I, uh, we're in some momentum here and I want to keep it going.
3: Hey, it's your cousin from Boston. No, it's Leah from Melbourne. I am COVID negative. I just sound terrible. Oh I'm my. homesick. So I watched This Is Us, episode 10, and I just wanted to give oh, it 100.
0: Well, 100- well, you know what? That's episode 10. We, we're just going to let it ride. Okay? We're going to let it ride.
3: 5 Lemonades. Absolutely the best episode I've seen in a really long time. The fact that it moved me to tears is a good sign that uh, I was really taken on a ride with this particular episode and I completely believe that I was transported well into uh, Randall and Rebecca's relationship. Um, One of the best episodes for ages. So my good was the quick little flashback shots to the earlier years of the – in the past, for example, the brushing of the teeth, the taking of the tablets, it really helped us to get into Randall's mind and build a real sense of his impending loss. Um, the teeth brushing scene in particular really just set me off, started crying. Um, fantastic. I'm going to say my better, not my bad. I don't think there was a bad. Was um, the ending, which was just showing us how the big three were finally getting their lives into order, uh, with the permission that Rebecca had given them to move on in their lives. Just, I just really enjoyed the tying the uh, tying that back into what we'd seen in the previous two episodes. And the best was completely every single Rebecca and Randall episode. Um, the poolside talk as the, as as adults was probably where I. Really, really felt the most emotion, but fantastic. Thanks, guys.
0: Well, thank you so much. And I did say that we were not going to (laughs) play the last week's uh, uh, feedback. That one kind of snuck in there. I don't know how it happened, but it did. Now we're going to go on to this week's. Here we go.
4: Hi, Hi guys. This is Bala. I wanted to talk about um, this episode of This Is Us. Um, So I seriously need to suspend my disbelief that baby Jack got to the park. Not because I don't think he could do it, but because there is no way that the neighborhood would have let it happen. Like, nobody is going to see a blind toddler with a cane and just let him go on his merry way. They would have stopped him, not even down the block. There is no way that there was nobody on the street. and There were nobody no doors nearby. Looking out no with, nuns. Come on. I mean, I get media sensation if I so much as walk down the block to check to drop something off the mailbox like neighbors who never talk to us because we're not that kind of family we don't hang out with anybody will call and say that I quote unquote got out in case my mom wasn't aware so if an adult gets that what's a blind toddler gonna get walking down the street with his little tiny cane also cps would have been called after he went to the hospital to get stitches um parents of disabled kids don't get to make mistakes like that there would be a thing about you know why he was out by himself in the first place like they think like toby which is you know whatever i'm just saying like there is no way they would have just let him get stitched up and then take well
0: oh, looks like very cut off hold on
4: Hi guys, um, This is Bala. I wanted to sort of continue my This Is Us stuff with um, Toby and Kate's fight. Um, it really resonated with me because I saw both sides of it. Um, I was actually raised Toby's wit you know, with limitations. Although to be fair, it is because I was also born with osteoporosis. So had they taught me survival skills and how to get places and all that, and I attempted a baby jacked it, I wouldn't be walking right now because that fall down the stairs would have had me in a wheelchair forever. (laughs) So I understand why I wasn't raised the way Kate wants Jack raised. But now I can at least understand why teachers are so frustrated by my parents' like decisions because, um, that's what they wanted for me, that freedom that Kate is giving baby Jack. they got to see it in lots of other blind kids, and I think it frustrated them that I couldn't have it, but I understand why I couldn't have it. You know what I mean like I guess what I'm trying to say is like i I now I really understand both sides of it where like I see why I personally was raised the way Toby was once Jack raised, and I see that like I get it. Even though it might not be quite as reasonable for Baby Jack. But I also see the value in what Kate wants for Baby Jack, where the sky's the limit and he can do anything he wants within reason. I don't know. I guess I fell somewhere in the middle between those two. I don't think either of them.
0: we <laughs> had cut off again. Either way, Paula, thank you so much. And I, obviously, this comes from someone who is blind. Uh, and. Um, and apparently was diagnosed with osteoporosis, which is like even more. So like I think her perspective here is really important. And again, what the show I think does, and paola you, you kind of touched on up, up here is you can see both sides. Mm-hmm. There, there's no right and there's no wrong. Mm-hmm. I, do they approach it improperly or incorrectly? Yes. Is the conversation handled or mishandled? Absolutely. But the reasoning and the thought behind it is certainly not right or wrong. It's just different. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the next one. If my computer will let uh, will allow us. Here we go. Let's uh, try this one more time.
1: Hi, Mary and Blake. It's Brittany from Pennsylvania. Hi, Brittany. I'm also dealing with a long-haul panorama, which is why oh, no. I'm so very late in getting this voicemail in. But I do have thoughts. This episode for me is 4.6 Lemonades. My good is Rebecca. Um, The whole episode, even when she's not saying it, you can see her just desperately trying to be useful. And her children are overcompensating for her. She is still capable. Um, But to see her sort of connect with Baby Jack on that level, he still needs her. And there is specifically their conversation in his bedroom. Um, I've had conversations with my nephew like that, where he tells me really important things that are going on in his life in that childlike way. Um, He needed that, and so did Rebecca. My bad is Toby. Toby, I'm laughing with my brother because we're at a family freaking party. Also, he lives here and knows that you're being a jabroni. Like, (laughs) stop. He set the tone to ruin the day before the day had even begun. My great was that the episode was through baby Jack's point of view. My father-in-law is blind. So to have an episode sort of, of showcase this um, was very interesting to me. And just also seeing the point of view of a child whose parents are, their relationships falling apart was very interesting as well.
0: Well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, again, it, it, having not only the parents' point of view but the child's point of view in, in through such a unique lens, uh, if you will, is is really special. Like it, it's d- it very different.
2: You know, and it's so interesting because little Jack Jack is able to say, you know, the park is the place where my parents are happy, and I think a lot of parents think that you can shelter children from knowing what's happening and really they're super well aware. I mean obviously, you know, Blake, you grew up in a family that your parents stayed together until your mom's passing, but I grew up in a family of divorce with with someone who um had a severe disability and you know, I I hear this and one of those first early scenes with, you know, Jack-Jack's point of view, the blurred point of view, and you hear Kate and Toby fighting in the background. And it just reminded me a lot of when my parents would fight. You know, yes, the door was closed, but just like Kevin said, (laughs) the walls are thin in this house and kids really do pick up on it. And it's interesting, of course, as we reflect on older baby Jack-Jack, how he knows that that was the day that the parents broke. So we look at how young that child is, mm-hmm. and he is able to remember. Not only is this the day I got my scar, but this is the day my parents'
0: marriage broke. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. Yeah, that's pretty intense. And kids know. And I will say this too, uh, just from a filmmaking standpoint. Like we all knew that Jack Jack was going to be okay. Like we knew that he was going to get like a little scar in his head, right? But watching that little kid traverse the mean streets of L.A. <laughs> <sighs> uh, and those aren't even the mean streets but just the, the streets of LA the, so big, stressful. the big streets this whole episode was just wrought with like legitimate tension mm-hmm. uh, between the Toby and Kate stuff uh, and e- e- like even to a, a lesser degree the Kate I'm sorry Kate, uh, Madison and Kevin stuff uh, and then clearly the things that are going on with Rebecca Um, And now, and obviously the kid just going through this whole thing. It's just, this episode was a masterclass in what This Is Us does well. Yes. Um, And that is family tension, small tension, uh, but having really good balance to make, the to have those moments of... Catharsis and uh, release, because I, I remember thinking, okay, like why are we watching Jack and Rebecca at this ten-year anniversary? Do this date, and she's getting she's getting shammed. <laughs> why are we doing? Like, what is the point? And when I thought about it, I real I recognized, no, no, the whole point is to have this these moments of real tension in the current timeline be offset by. You know, like I I wouldn't say hijinks, but just like that totally relatable feeling of like, oh, what what are the ridiculously named drinks that you have? Oh, X, Y, and Z. Yes.
2: I think it just goes to show you Rebecca has never
0: had an anniversary celebration that has been good. Good point. Poor thing. Good point. Um, I just, I, this episode was a real, I mean, there are some things that you just kind of have to pass the graveyard on. Like, yeah, could the kid really get to where he was going? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And is there, should there be some more fallout uh, about the kid being where he was and how he got hurt? Probably. But whatever. I, like, I'm, I, I'll look past that. I'll, I'll convince myself otherwise and just accept it for what it is. And that was a well-written, well-paced, very extremely well-directed episode of television. Uh, and I don't
2: think there's anything to say that, that Child Protective Services wasn't called. But we, but it just wouldn't have added anything else to the storyline. You know, would it have stressed Kate and Toby out even more? (coughs) Yeah, you bet. But like, would they have still had their fight no matter what?
0: Yes. But just think of that though. I mean, not only are, (coughs) are things tense as it is and like, this is a moment when parents should be like, they should be using this time to, to, to circle the wagons here a little bit. And just reflect on the situation that allowed Jack-Jack to get out um, because they're both at fault.
2: Yes. And I loved that they both admitted that.
0: Exactly. And the show isn't trying to convince you that one was right and one was wrong. Mm -hmm. It's not make, it's not taking that stand. It's showing you that they were both wrong Mm -hmm. and they're both wrong because they're both in a situation of stress and anxiety and 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 fear and vulnerability, right?
2: Mistakes happen. Mistakes happen
0: yes. across the board. And what the show is saying, I think, right now is instead of the parents recognizing that mistakes happen, and while this was a big <laughs> McGilla of a mistake, they should be falling inwards to each other as opposed to blaming each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's when, you know, things are not well mm-hmm. that blame, um, because neither can like n- both see their culpability, but both aren't focused on their own culpability. They're focused on the other's culpability.
2: Well, you know, I think it's just such an interesting thing. We have that moment with Beth when she comes out with that little fruity drink that Miguel made. And she and Toby have that moment in the backyard. And she says, listen, man, we, we did the long distance thing. And we did this and we did that. And Toby reiterated, yeah, but you did move for him. You, you did it for your marriage. And so it's interesting since we've gone through.
0: That a, was a peevil, such a special moment. Yeah. Such a special moment. Sorry, continued the moment. No, of it's upheaval. just,
2: just a big moment, and for him to say, "Yeah, but you guys did make it through. I'm like you both made these compromises, and you decided to do that for him." Oh, just to, I don't know. I love you know. I commend this is us because not every marriage ends up happily ever after, and you can try to do what other people have done, and it's not going to work the same way.
0: Yeah, and I just I love the fact that the show again it, it's not taking sides. It it like you think that it is in the moment, like when when Kate's doing her thing and she's off uh speaking with Madison about whatever and 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 she's talking to Randall and and weeping in his arms as he shows up and he's like, "Okay, all right, this is what we're doing. Okay, fine." Did not wait, this is the long hug. Okay, no problem. Um, you feel like, okay, the show is taking Kate's side. But then on the other hand, when Beth is, like you said, Mary, talking to Toby and, and he's like, well, you moved for your marriage. Like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong there. Does that mean he should expect or that we as viewers should expect Kate to move? Not necessarily. But at least that conversation is broached. It's there.
2: But couldn't the same be said where she could say, Yeah, and you can move back too.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred and again, that's why I'm saying the show isn't taking sides. It's because if it did do that, it'd be it would
2: Neither of them what it shows you is neither of them is willing to bend for the other.
0: Right, because they both see their their lives as the ideal life. Mm-hmm. Right? They like they both see Kate sees her life as the way that it should be. And she's not wrong.
2: And maybe bend isn't the right word. Maybe they can't see each other together either way. Happily.
0: That's, a, it's that's not a good that question. Beth was
2: weak. It's not like she bent for Randall. It's that eventually they came to this, this shared vision together and yes. they created this new life together. And yes, she did have to compromise a bit more in the beginning. Um, but they did create something beautiful together and she was strong in many ways. So yeah, neither of them really wants to do that for the other.
0: Do you think that the show is leaning in one direction or the other?
2: Meaning Kate or Toby? Yeah. No, I think, you know, we all, (laughs) I think we're all Kate's sibling, you know? So of course, (laughs) Randall and Kevin are going to take Kate's side. Because that's their sibling. Well, sure, yeah. And And I feel like we as viewers, we're team Pearson. So even though I'm not saying that Toby was wrong and Kate was right, but that's who we're going to stick with after the divorce.
0: Yeah, I would say that the show, and Mary, maybe you're right. It might just be my interpretation because technically I think as as a viewer we are, it's baked into us to be team Pearson.
2: I mean, there's so few friends and other family members that really there's no other team to right, be no.
0: It, so it's, it's baked into us to be team Pearson because we've been in their perspective for so long and we've, we, we've rode over the roads of ups and downs and lefts and rights and highs and lows. And, and we've traversed those roads with, the big three the entire time right so um
2: and it's just sad you think about toby and beth like beth had this estranged relationship with her mom for so long and toby doesn't have any relationship really with his family and,
0: and the only kind of relationship that he kind of has is with his dad ish, who helped him with the plumbing which which obviously blew broke and well
2: and he warned him about it yeah you know, yeah. when you think back to that episode when he says, "Okay, you know that leak's gonna burst at some point. You won't see it. You can't see it happening. Yeah, but when it bursts, like the damage is monumental." And
0: when and when Beth saw it in the bathroom, she's like, "Oh, there's some evil spirits up in here." Whatever it was, <laughs> <laughs> that is Beth Pearson. Uh, and how about how about when Kate was like, "Yeah, Beth's like the least uh, stressful person yes. in this entire place." Yes, Kate. When Kate is right, man. Kate is Kate is right. <laughs> um, I think the evidence that I'm going to propose as the show leaning in one direction is that it's leaning in the direction of Kate. And I say that based solely on the the framing of that final fight uh, and the brothers standing up for Kate. Uh, and not only that, but Rebecca looking on at Kate Randall and Kevin as they comfort each other. Um, The show is clearly saying that it is Team Pearson, but it's not saying that it's 100% guaranteed that Pearsons are right.
2: Well, No, but I think that it gives you the same perspective that you have of your kids. You're always going to have your kids back. You're always going to pick them up and take their side when it's against the world but privately behind closed doors you can say listen you did mess up yeah that was that was messed up (laughs) i'm gonna have your back to the public but but i'm on your team no matter what and um yeah i mean we've been with the pearsons from day one we're part of the pearson family
0: Uh, so like and again like it's hard to argue against kate for what she's saying to toby which is you know, that they need to start instilling in Jack Jack the things like dignity and independence and confidence but and self respect. That's true. Right. It's hard to argue against her. Okay. And he need they need to instill that in him now, she says to Toby, so he can get it in his soul and in his cell. Don't to
2: have to teach him how to open a door.
0: So that he knows that he's not broken. Right. And that's the thing.
2: <laughs> I'm the mom that has deadbolts on <laughs> right. the Right.
0: Not only deadbolts, but the chain locks. Yes. Uh and Mary, again Kate's not wrong. She's hundred percent right. You want Jack Jack to be these things, especially because Kate isn't that.
2: Can I? Can I? Can I give a devil's advocate though? What's that? As a child whose father died due to house fire,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think it is actually quite smart to teach your son how to get outside.
0: Fair, very fair, <laughs> very fair.
2: <laughs> I went there.
0: Uh, yes, you did. Um, it, there's just it's. You know what it is? <laughs> you know what this all is, really? Because we could talk in circles, right? We we could go back and forth. And the show, especially this episode, is so well written that it's messy. And for a show to be a controlled mess, and for an episode to be a controlled mess the way that this is, It's a remarkable feat that they were able to make it this messy, but also cogent for us as viewers and where we can take these stands and we can have these conversations and parse through it. And and, and not only feel the feelings that the Pearsons are going through, but also turn around and, and not be able to say, Toby bad, Kate good or Kate bad, Toby good. I will say
2: that doll is bad.
0: That doll is woof, boy! That doll is something. That doll is <laughs> that doll. Oh, not great, Bob. Yeah, definitely not great. Uh, because that is woof. Oh. At any rate, what did you think about mashing up Kevin's?
2: Oh, I thought you were just gonna say mashed potatoes. Oh, I, I yeah. like them creamy or lumpy. I'll take them anyway they come.
0: That's true. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, what did you think about mashing up this <laughs> potatoes th- the, the potatoes the um this relationship the way that they did
2: which relationship the
0: Kevin and Madison and how they've how they put both of those together? Do you feel like it was just kind of stitched in?
2: No, I feel fine. There's a lot of people in this episode, and they all have their own thing going on. So yes. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I'm here for it. I'm um, the Beth. I'm just drinking yeah. my drink, watching everything, staying out of the That's drama true. personally.
0: Drinking the pantry wine. Um, I will say that the Randall and Kevin back and forth, once again, gold.
2: Oh, my gosh. Randall knocking the phone out of Kevin's hand. <laughs>
0: Audibly laughed. Yes. Audibly laughed. I thought that was... Awesome. And, and he's saying, You're not going to make a rash romantic decision that will reverberate for decades. <laughs> um, here's the question, Mary is, is Kevison done?
2: Yes. And I'm okay with that. Because Randall gives him the opportunity again, you know, when he's asking him in the car, like, you couldn't say you loved her then. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Do you feel differently now? The answer still is the same. So, no. Kevin Kevin and Madison are done.
0: I th- I think and It's going to be a beautiful
2: right. co-parenting
0: relationship. I think you're right. I think we can put I think we can stamp it. Market Market zero, dude.
2: And Madison is happy and in love. Yeah. In her beautiful robes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Market zero. Uh because yeah, I just, I just, I don't see the show making Madison go through the whole, like, heartbreak of not no. being with Elijah, to be with no. Kevin. She and gets like, a
2: happily ever after. I think so.
0: And I think she deserves it. Agreed. You know, especially when the person that she thought she was going to marry couldn't say that he, she, he loved her. And again, still could not say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think Kevison is, Kevison is cooked. Um. Lastly, I think Mary, I, I do want to talk about Rebecca in all of this and how Rebecca is kind of tied into all of the the episode. That being feeling like she is capable, you know, of doing something by recognizing where Jack Jack is, but also recognizing that like okay, she raised her kids and her kids are always going to protect each other. And that began when she got shammed in her 10-year anniversary with Jack. But then also looking at her children when they're in their when they're 40 and on her
2: second 10-year anniversary. And
0: she realizes, well, at least you can you can kind of project this onto her. Okay, my kids are going to have each other. Like they're going to be okay. Like no matter what the, if if I'm gone, and when I do go and when things get bad, they're still gonna be okay. Cause they have each other's back. Um and I just have to say Mandy Moore is fracking hysterical. Yes. As 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 drunk Rebecca.
2: I think she's she's done being old Rebecca and she's like, give me young Rebecca and I will give her the energy of mm-hmm. a of a spring lamb. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have to sit in that makeup chair for two hours. Oh, I know. And I get to drink fun little drinks.
0: When she just laughs at Jack, uh, and 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 what's great is because Milo gets to just play the the straight man and all of this. Like, okay, I think you should. I think you should go home. Maybe we should stop drinking. You know, like, and she just laughs at. Yep. such a great moment it it was very it reminded me quite a bit of you. <laughs> it reminded me quite a bit of you where where one day you just have like that one time we were at that party, oh it wasn't even a party we were just visiting our neighbors upstairs and you had one too many Cuban mojitos
2: which one <laughs> which party
0: it wasn't even a party remember when we uh
2: I'm just thinking about the new Year's party where you had to tie a balloon to me' because yes, I got I, lost that's true or I the wedding. That. Where I had too many mojitos.
0: That's also very true. And I, I, I had to like. I found literally. pictures of
2: myself smoking cigars with people, and I've never smoked <laughs>
0: drinking a, shots of tequila. Never
2: done that in my life.
0: Uh, no, this was the one where it was right after we had Reese, and we were living in our old apartment, and I and our new neighbors.
2: Oh yeah, those mojitos.
0: It was Cuban mojitos.
2: What did I do? You. you I didn't she, stop talking. She had. One mojito, and she. I was breastfeed was, I wasn't. I didn't breastfeed that night. No, but no. those of you who breastfeed, you could breastfeed for you know. a week yeah. after that. <laughs> you know, it's like one and done.
0: And Mary had like three, and they were sweet. Cuban mojitos are all booze. Like all, all of it is booze. Sweet booze. And Mary was. She couldn't even walk down the stairs. I had to carry her. She just one flight stairs. of stairs. And it, I've never like I. When, when I say to you, she turned into jelly, like she turned into jelly. Like, <laughs> I, I don't
2: usually drink.
0: I'm not, man. I'm not, uh, that was, that was, I a, don't
2: do that. So, man, I think bojitos are my no, no.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that's the drink that we should probably stay away from. <laughs> we should probably stay away from that drink. That's my fuzzy navel. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. You got anything else that you want to talk about for this episode, my darling? That is it. I think so too. Um, yeah. All right, let's do some in or out. You ready? Yes. All right, let's do it. What's it gonna payment fly? Are you in or out? All right, go to jointhenerdclan.com to uh as as jointhenerdclan.com it, it brings you in or out. By the way, we have a goal for jointhenerdclan.com. We're looking to reach 900 members there. That's where we, that, that's our goal right now. And the thing is this, all of you, when you get there, when we hit 900, we'll get to decide the new uh, reward for what we're going to give to you for reaching 900. Now, we're not going to do a new podcast or anything, but like if you wanted us to do- I've got long COVID. I can't do another podcast. If you wanted us to do like a movie commentary, or if you wanted us to do um, like a little mini video, or if you wanted me to do another minute with Mary, or- uh, Something along those, like a one off type deal. I
2: think they need Blake's p- pizza cooking class.
0: Oh, you know what? That's a great idea. Or we'll Blake's do...
2: cinnamon roll cooking class because we... you make those two things very well.
0: I will do that. Or cookies. If you want me to make, if you want oh. me to make cookies with you or I teach you how to make pizza like from scratch or cinnamon rolls from scratch, I'll make the best how to YouTube cinnamon roll video People you've ever seen in your life. I'll People... do a live. Yep. We'll do a live. That's a thing. So if that's what you want, what we're going to start doing is I'm going to put a post and I'm going to say, okay, what are your ideas? And if we hit 900. Sweet, savory, we got you. <laughs> uh, we'll make the decision on what we're going to do and that'll be that. All right. So, Marvin, in or out? Are you okay. in or out on the band Chicago? Um, I'm in. Yeah, I'm kind of in, but I'm also kind of out.
2: I'm not out, but it's not my favorite.
0: It's not like I go home and be like, you know what I want to listen to right now? Chicago. Yeah, I got to get Chicago on. I just, it's like one of those things when you hear it, you're like, oh, okay, cool, Chicago. But like you're never like outwardly seeking it. Hi, everyone. I'm back. Oh, it's my little lass. I'm a (laughs) bucket. If you listened to our last episode of Outlander Cast, you heard our little lass join us and actually sing the Skyboat song at the end of the episode. So uh, she's back with us because, well...
2: Because, you know, our kids never sleep.
0: No, they just don't. All true. right. In or out, Mary, on ridiculously named drinks. In. So, so desperately in on ridiculously named drinks. Yeah. Give me...
2: Give me something witty.
0: Something witty and, like, ridiculous. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys out there, they're like, yeah, I don't do, I don't do those kind of drinks. Give me those kind of drink all day. Oh yeah,
2: Blake's all into the tropical. Oh. If there's blue Cur- curacao, Blake's. Oh, in.
0: if if well, I don't care what kind if of drink. If there's it is. candy
2: in it, if it <laughs> if it's named after candy, Blake will have it.
0: If there's blue curacao in it, it could literally be pee and blue curacao, and I would drink it.
2: Daddy said he drink
0: pee because it's that good.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Mary, in or out on uh, black cocktail dresses. I'm in. I'm in too. He
2: does, I hope he doesn't drink pee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love black cocktail dresses. So good. In or out on chokers. In. in. Ah, way in. And I am Ducky. Ducky. way, 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 way in on Rebecca's choker that she was wearing in this episode, for in, in, in the date. Loved that choker. Thought it was great. In or out on Chatty Cathy Dolls.
2: I don't even know what that is.
0: Yeah, you don't know what a Chatty Cathy doll is? No, that's no, back from like the '60s or '50s. Yeah, no, I don't know what don't that know. is. Oh, all right. Well, uh, how about how so about no. how about in 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 or out on the name Chatty Cathy?
2: Yeah. in.
0: <laughs> You're a Chatty Cathy. All right, um, in or out on buying new homes?
2: New homes? Yes.
0: Like when you just you, in in or out on buying homes? Oh, I'm out. Really? Oh yeah. Love buying homes. I know you do. I I love then, going to
2: them. And then. Because we've moved eight, was it eight times? Eight
0: times in eight, eight years, years, essentially. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and every time, Blake's fine until we actually do the moving. And then he says, I never want to
0: do this again. <laughs> this is the worst. Why do people do this? It's the worst. Moving sucks. Yeah, Blake. But the buying process is great. No, it's not. Oh, I love going to the houses. No, then I get to be
2: mean to those people.
0: And I, I love that process. I don't like being mean. Oh, I thought that was great. The people that we bought this house from, they thought- they, they, they thought pull
2: a fast one yeah, on and, us. And,
0: and like, you know, like sometimes like when you go close, you, when you do closing, it's like it's like this kind of happy moment where the person selling the house is like selling it and the person buying it is buying it and like they're, they're kind of bonding. And, and they
2: thought Blake and I were going to be good cop, bad cop. And they chose wrongly thinking I was the good cop.
0: Oh, yeah. And they were
2: like, so are you so excited? And I just gave them this death glare. <laughs> No, <laughs> they tried to sell us a home without heat.
0: Yeah, and they they were they were being they shady. Were, yeah, they were being shady. So Mary and I <laughs> went in there. We were not amused by any of it.
2: I was not there for the small talk.
0: No, just sell right. me your house. Uh, but I love the buying process. Oh God, I I, I can't get enough of it. Give me, give, give me all the open houses. Give me all o- the plans. Open houses
2: with toddlers, though.
0: Oh, oh, not great. That's hard. That is hard. All right, uh, in or out on marriage dolls out way out that doll and when kevin was kevin was talking to hey, kate bug. with it calls her bug <laughs> oh and how about randall calling kate katie girl loved it i love that mm-hmm. that was spectacular i don't think we've heard anybody else call kate katie girl except for jack like us uh, oh what a great thing uh in or out on playgrounds in uh, i'm in too I'm in.
2: Even though our child fell at one and had the face cut open and also stitches. Also very
0: true. Also very true. So, uh, we're talking
2: about you. Tell everybody what happened. Uh, what happened to your come face? Come on, go ahead.
0: Don't be shy now.
2: I got a sky. How? Um, I fell in the playground, a big playground.
0: And what I- were you doing?
2: I not was- remember. I I don't know. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's That's why you had the surgery. <laughs> it wasn't surgery. Surgery. It's just
2: a, no, it was just a couple. It was just a couple, couple stitches. of stitches. Yeah, a couple of
0: stitches. Oh, looks like I got a text message. Sorry about that, ladies and gents. It's okay, Blake.
2: We forgive you.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, that's it, ladies and gents. That is the end of our episode. You ready to close closest bad boy out?
2: Yeah. All right. Let's All right. Here we go. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode. Sorry we haven't been able to go live. I literally am sitting here rocking someone with my hands full. Unfortunately, it's not you, a little lass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, don't growl. Um, so, you know, life's been a little wild. I've been a little sick. And we appreciate your patience.
0: Yes, thank you so much. If you want to get in touch, just please email us at marianblakemedia at gmail.com. Or reach out on all the social media platforms at mary and blake and of course if you want to keep leaving voicemails you can do so just hit maryandblake.com and hit the voicemail button and you'll be able to leave your reactions for the big three feedback here on these episodes and again as always thank you thank you for listening to us thank you for listening to me uh go on and on all the shaman (laughs) and uh that's that
2: my name's mary
0: my name's blake
2: oh say your name my name's city and this is us too